Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host Macaulay Matthew, I am of course William Ramo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, man. How's it going? Hey, man. I'm I'm glad to be here with you as always, man. And thank you. Yeah, thank you. Glad to be co-hosting as usual. All right. Thank you again. Yeah. And, no um, Thank you, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, for checking out this episode, Sports of a Legend. And um, yeah, on today's show, we're going to talk about the, the NBA Finals, LeBron James in Mandarin mode, like the, the Iron Man villain, just oh, collecting yeah. rings, man. You know, we're going to talk about that very, we're going to talk, we're going to lead off the show with that. You know, we're going to talk about that, you know, the, af- the aftermath in the NBA as a result. Um, the MLB playoffs that are going on right now, you know, Rays versus uh, Astros are, are being played right now. So we'll give you um, we'll give you the results of it live um, as we speak. Um, Rays are leading for nothing. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about um, tomorrow's Game Seven in the NLCS between the Braves and. Um, the Dodgers, and, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk also at the end of the show, a little WWE, a little AEW, and whatever else is on your mind. But most importantly, we'd love to hear from you. And if you want to make your voice be heard, hey, by all means, you know, this is your show. I'm just a figurehead. If you guys want to just talk, feel free uh, to call in 563-999-3529, 563-999-3529. So feel free to talk about any of these topics or more. We'd love to hear from you. But with that said, let's, yeah, man, let's let's give LeBron his due, man. He, you know, he did what he set out to do, and he he brought the title back to Lakerland, just as I predicted years ago that he would. And um, LeBron, LeBron is the world champion. The Lakers are back on top as usual. Thing as well in the NBA world. And you know, basically, congratulations to LeBron. You know, he beat his former team, uh, the Miami Heat to capture his fourth title and he becomes the first guy in NBA history to win multiple titles in, in three different cities. Of course he won it uh with Heat after he, you know obviously after you know the, the the controversial the decision then he redeemed himself, came back to Cleveland, won the title there against the the um the Warriors in that epic rivalry they had. And then, you know, he he um he went back to the future, you know. 
his former team. So, you know, nothing you could say there. You just, you got to give the man his credit. You know, um, you, yeah, you just got to give the man his credit. You don't have to love the guy, but you got to respect the guy. And, you know, flat out, you know, he's all-time great, you know. And that's all you. That's all you have to say, man. What what what's your thoughts, Mac? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, congrats to the Lakers, you know, for winning their what seventeen championship was it? Seventeen championship tied with the the Boston Celtics. Tied with the Boston Celtics, you know, it's uh, you know, they've been the best team all season long, um, and you know they, after Kobe's death, you know they, they played to honor you know Kobe and Gigi, and. They ended up winning the championship, and you know, um, they 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 did right. You know, they were favored all year to win it, mm-hmm. and they didn't let up. You mm-hmm. know, and you know, congrats to them and LeBron. You know, like you said, he deserves respect. You know, mm-hmm. he's one of the all-time greats, one of the best players that we've ever seen, and mm-hmm. man deserves more respect. I mean, what more? What more can he do? He's won three championships with, with three different teams. Mm-hmm. And he gets finals MVPs, regular season MVPs, all around player. You know he does everything. So you know it's time to give this man some respect. And stop calling him the bum. Stop you know criticizing his finals record. You know and yeah, just appreciate his greatness. You know appreciate him right now while he's in the NBA. You know. So, I mean the the guy he, he's he's just flat out amazing, man. We've you know, he's the best player of this generation. And, you know, people just have to appreciate him more, you know, and his legacy, well, what he's currently achieving, all his accomplishments. You know, we're never going to see a player like this ever again, probably. Mm-hmm. So uh, he deserves a lot of respect. But, you know, him and the Lakers, they, they did a great job. And, you know, they did what they had to do. And they, they were the best team, and they finished as the best team. So... Congrats to them again. I second that, man. I mean, for for I mean, I've been saying it forever. The best the best player I've seen in my lifetime, with my own two eyes, is is flat out Michael Jordan. I've always said the sec the person who I've seen came closest to his greatness in the past what almost thirty years I've been watching basketball and I've been on this earth basically. Um, it, it's Kobe Bryant, the late great Kobe Bryant. But right after that, you know, is LeBron, man. This guy, he's dominated. He's dominated the game, man. Like, all when you think of all the great guys who 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 are worthy of the goat recognition, yeah, you don't, you know, you you just don't start at Jordan. You know, you you also gotta, you know, look back at Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Russell. You know those those type of guys, those those upper echelon type players. Those those guys, they've all for the most part they've all played, you know, professional basketball. Whether it was in, you know, the, before they played in the NBA, they you know some of them played in you know Harlem Globetrotters. Some some of them played you know NCAA. You know they've all been coached by legendary coaches. You know, but LeBron James, you know, he came straight out of Akron. You know. You know, high school. Uh, you know, high school basketball, and I'll and I'll admit it. I'll admit it. You know, I'm gonna be the first one to say this. 
because I've said this many times throughout the eleven year eleven year span of this show. When he was when they were showing him on ESPN dunking on high schoolers, I didn't believe the hype. I thought he would be a good, a very good player, but I didn't think he'd be an all time elite player like this. But once he he they, once Cleveland drafted him, sure enough, I you know with my eyes I saw this guy was you know was going to be an icon. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I I mean it was pretty obvious. You know what I mean? Because I at first I didn't take him that seriously. I thought it was just the hype. You know. He's playing against high schoolers. This guy is super talented, but, you know, he's not playing against, you know, the elite of the NBA. But once he once he suited up in the NBA, you know, he, he made his presence known, you know. he He's that great of a player. And, you know, I didn't like his – I didn't like the decision, you know, when he – you know, he played the Knicks and he went to, you know, Miami. But, you know – what you know he won he won when he won the titles I was like you know I didn't like the way he did it but it worked so I can't couldn't knock it and then afterwards to me what squashed my my I guess for lack of a term animosity which even though I don't really have any beef with him personally but I didn't like that he took the decision and went to Miami and won got the titles the easy way in my opinion but once he won the titles you know hey it worked out and then afterwards to me what what everybody should get off his back is that he went back to Cleveland. He didn't have to, he didn't have to go back to, he came back to Cleveland. He redeemed, he won the title against the Warriors. Yes. The Warriors blew a three, one lead, but Hey, you play to win the game. Like Herm Edwards said, you know, with the jets, you know, he, he, he carried the team on his back with Kyrie and they, they got the title, the first ever championship, not only for the Cavaliers, but the first ever championship in the city of Cleveland since the Jim Brown 1964, you know, um, Cleveland Browns. So once he did that, you know, that's it. You know, I gave him, I gave him the respect. I mean, did am I a LeBron James fan? No. Do I think he's all time great? Yeah. But let's say for if he, let's say after his contract is done and he signs with the Knicks and he's still at top of the player which I doubt that that's going to happen. Would I be a hypocrite and support the guy? Of course. Anybody who, any player who, 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 who's, who's going to help the Knicks get better, ideally a championship, but obviously we know that, that this team is light, year, light years away unless a Leon Rose skillfully, you know, turns this team around. You know, they did hire some good executives, uh, but we'll see what happens with that. But, you know, basically LeBron, you know, he not only did he – Winning in Miami, two titles with the big three with 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 um, Wade and Bosch, came back to the city of Cleveland. You know because he left, they got Kyrie, gave him that number two guy for him to win the title back in Cle back in Cleveland, and then even if, you know what I mean like and then when he lost the title the, the that the other championship, you know nobody held nobody held it against him. He he got the title. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He he got the he brought the he brought the title for the first time ever to Cleveland. I mean, he was arguably even if he never won a championship in Cleveland, he still arguably is the greatest Cleveland Cavalier of all time. I mean, it it goes literally without saying. You know what I'm saying? And then he then he he left. He went to L.A., which is what I picked for so many years. And you go back to the episodes on this show. I literally called it. Even in the off that off season, 
or what, a few years ago, I said he was going to go to L.A. Because remember, in the 90s, who did he root for? He rooted for the, to the, for the Bulls. What did the Bulls do? They won titles in the 90s. What did, he was a Yankee fan, which it's well documented. What did the Yankees do in the 90s? Macaulay, you, you know, I don't even have to say, we all know. We're all sports fans here listening. So I don't even have to tell you about the four titles that the Yankees won from 96 to 2000. And then afterwards, he was also a Cowboys fan, where, you know, during the, the Troy Aikman era where, where they won. So this guy, he's always been about winning. So, to me, the Lakers have always been – Lakers and Celtics have always shared the top two, you know, the best teams of all time. In my opinion, I always thought it was the Lakers because Celtics is always about business. They, they you know, they, they play the game the, the old-fashioned, you know, hard-nosed, defense-minded thing. Lakers, on the other hand, they're, they're, show, they're showtime Lakers. They're, they're flashy. They always get the best centers, where it's, whether it's – Chamberlain or, or um, um, Jabbar or Shaq, they always get the best players to come to L.A. You know, it's Hollywood. So to me, it was a no-brainer, no-brainer that he would go to L.A. because of the, histor- the, the history of the Lakers. And for the simple fact, wherever LeBron goes, he draws the best stars to him to get the ring. So, to me, it was a no-brainer that, you know, he went to L.A. And, of course, he won the title. So, basically, you know, Matt, I have nothing but props for, to him. Congratulations to the, to the L.A. Lakers, even though that's my least favorite team in the NBA. But, you know, fair is fair. They dominated, they dominated the, the league, as we all thought they would. And they brought the title back, you know. It's been a decade you know, since, you know, the late great Kobe Bryant brought the title and, you know, the silver lining, you know, of the, of this, this year, you know, where, where we unfortunately lost Kobe in a tragic, you know, plane accident. So, you know, props to LeBron and, you know, the, you know, AD and Rondo, you know, for bringing the title back, you know, to LA. And uh, one more thing about Rondo, he became the um, second player ever in NBA history to um, to win for for the Celtics and the Lakers. The first person to do that was we're going way back old school. Um, Clyde um, Lavalette. You know this guy played with the the Milwaukee Lakers, which is why the Lakers have the name Lakers because there's there were there's a lot of lakes in Lakers in Minneapolis. And there's no licks in L.A. So, you know, props to them. You know, he, he, he joins um, Lavalette, you know, who played on the, the George Mike and Lakers back in the days. And uh, he shares that distinctive honor of winning the title for the arguably the two best teams in uh, the two best NBA franchises. So, again, congratulations to the L.A. Lakers bringing the title to L.A. Yeah, congrats. But yeah, now now there's the aftermath of of this, you know, the 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 Lakers winning the title, seventeen seventeen title to be exact, and um, 
you know, obviously, AD, you know, um, AD, Anthony Davis, he's going to opt out as expected. And as even expected, he's going to re-sign with the Lakers, you know, for a bigger and better deal. So for him, uh, Rondo, he's going to be a, a free agent. Uh, don't know what he's going to do, you know, as a free agent. But now, as a result, everybody know, which is a very familiar spot, all the teams are chasing the Lakers. You know, you know the Bucks. They were the favorite to to challenge the the Lakers for the title. And um, now there's rumors that they and you know some other teams are going to try to, I mean, including the Knicks, they're going to try to go after uh, Chris Paul or Westbrook. And as a matter of fact, the Lakers are the favorite to get Chris Paul, which will give them that you know that dynamic, you know, 3 you know, with them, you know, possibly, you know, losing, you know, Rondo, who who had a fountain of youth, you know, in this uh, this postseason. So, I think moves. Rondo, I think Paul would be a better fit for the Lakers than the Knicks because, you know, mm-hmm. why would you, as a veteran, want to go to a young team that's probably, you know, years away from winning? I mean, you it, Paul wants to end his career with a championship. And, you know, the best way to do that is to go to the Lakers. So I think the Lakers will be a great fit for him. And he's best, he's buddies with LeBron. So I can definitely see that happening. Yeah, man, you, it's like, if I had a script, man, you, you, you basically read my script, man. That's, I mean, it, it literally doesn't make sense for him to get traded to the, to the Knicks because one, the Knicks is a losing organization. Two, they have um, very young players who, who, who have no, literally no experiences in winning. And, you know, uh, Chris Paul has no championships whatsoever. Yeah. So he's not, he's not going to want to come to a losing situation. You know what I mean? He was in a better situation with, with the Thunder before um, – you know they um they're, they're what they they look like they're gonna rebuild because they fired Billy Don uh, Billy Donovan, you know, um over there and it looks like they're gonna they're gonna sell their sell the, you know break up the team even though they had a, a promising team and and of course like you mentioned he he's he's you know huge friends with with uh with uh, LeBron, it, even going back to the whole big three rumor like a decade ago before he made the controversial the, the decision because remember back in the days there was rumors that LeBron and, and C3 and, um, and Carmelo were going to form a big three in New York. And, of course, as we all know, that never happened. And unfortunately for us Knicks fans, that will never happen. Because that's a fancy, nobody is gonna yeah. no nobody is gonna come in and and resurrect the Knicks franchise, you know. Jesus can't even resurrect <laughs> this franchise. Hey, I disagree with that, my friend. Jesus can make miracles. It might take it might take a long time for this miracle to happen, but it will happen eventually. Will we be alive? I don't know. Will it be year three thousand? Who knows? But the Knicks will be respectable again. They just have to do the right. The, they do. They just have to do the right decision. 
But as we can see, we'll believe it when we see it when it comes to the Knicks turning it around. But um, what do you think about Westbrook? Uh, if you had to choose between one of the two, even though they're both, I mean, know, I guess I'd go, with, I'd go with Westbrook. Um, you know, yeah, I guess I'd go with him. You know, I, I guess you could build a team around him. You know, rather than Paul. Um, but I think Westbrook would be a better fit than Paul, actually. But Westbrook is a guy, you know, score. He, he's a better mm-hmm. scorer than Paul. Um, well, you know, a bit unselfish, mm-hmm. a bit selfish, I should say. Right. Um, but you know, he, you could build a team around him. You know, uh, put some pieces around him, and you know, you could uh, go to the playoffs. Uh, I don't know about winning a championship. Mm-hmm. But you know, it'd be something to start off with. So I would like, I I wouldn't mind Westbrook. Yeah, I think uh, I think you make a, a very valid point because um, obviously they're both great players, they're both Hall of Fame players. Chris Paul, I mean, he obviously, you know, he want he he's like in the last leg of his career. You know, he has two more years on his contract. He's making forty million, I think, for the you know each season. So, you know, he basically, you know, he he wants to win a title. I mean, you could clearly see he is starving to win a title. Westbrook, on the other hand, I think he wants to be the man on the team. You know, he wants to be the man on the team. You know, he's a walking triple-double. I don't think he values winning as much as um, Chris Paul does. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he wants to lose. But I think, he, you know, he's he would be more open to um you know playing to the playing on the Knicks you know he he's a fast you know he he loves fashion you know New York City is the fashion capital of the world and he if he came on the Knicks he would be the main the main focus because the ball would be coming through him you know if he's going on another team especially the Lakers where it's stacked you know he's going to have to sacrifice his game kind of like Earl the Pearl Monroe did when he came to the Knicks. I mean, obviously he got the ring in 73, which ironically was the last time the Knicks won a championship, which was 47 years ago. But I digress. But um, I think Westbrook would be more open to be coming to the Knicks because he would be the focal point of the offense and yeah. not that much pressure on him. I mean, the Knicks fans are pretty much reasonable, you know, in that regard, because the Knicks, we need to take baby steps for this team to get back respectability. Oh, yeah. But if they're going to make a, a, a blockbuster trade, they cannot, and I repeat, they cannot trade R.J. Barrett or Mitchell Robinson. I wouldn't want them to trade, I wouldn't want them to trade Knox, but come on, we got to be real here. You, in order to make a trade, you got to get something to get something. But if they're going to make a blockbuster trade like that, Mitchell Robinson and, and R.J. Barrett has to be on this team. They have to be on this team. Because if you, if you subtract any of these guys, then the point of upgrading this team, it, it, it just, it, it's just, you know, it's pointless, to be honest with you. You need, those, you, you need those two guys, and you need a, 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 a veteran future Hall of Fame guy to lead the way 
and then you could have and then you could develop to the draft. Hopefully, with this eight pick, you know, if we we get this eight pick, you know, because the only way they're gonna attract free agents, they have to, they have to. Let me repeat this: they have to draft. They have to draft the right pieces for this team because nobody is gonna come and save this team and 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 change the the culture of the of this this franchise. You know what I mean? Yep. It, uh, Mars Stoudemire is not coming out of retirement to try to play for the Knicks. You know, that that's like the only guy who 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 had the guts to try to come to this losing situation and try to make something, try to turn the franchise around, and nobody else, you know, did it. Could have Carm- could Carmelo have done it? Probably if we didn't if we didn't destroy the whole franchise to make the Carmelo trade when he wanted to come to us in the first place. You know, I think Dolan forced that, forced Donnie Walsh to do that trade because had they kept that team intact and then just like um, Carmelo comes the following year in the off season, that that would have been an interesting team. Yeah, that would have. But we'll never know. But you know, hey, we'll see what happens, man. So congratulations, you know, to the Lakers and. Hopefully the Knicks in this this uh, upcoming draft. I think the draft is next month. Uh, the Knicks will make the right decision to try to get this team back to respectability. You know, so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. See what happens with that. Yeah. So yeah, switch switching gears to baseball. Uh, obviously, both of our teams are playing golf right now. The you know the Yankees. You know they got eliminated by the Rays. And the Mets, you know, they eliminate themselves, you know, for the past couple of years since 2016. So, you know, the, the basically the, you know, the Yankees are going to try to, re, you know, re-sign some guys, most likely Tanaka, um, probably go after Bauer. And I, I think they might even go after, uh, you know, um, JT Real Muto. Uh, what do you think they're gonna do? Well, um, you know, there's some guys that are probably not gonna come back. Some guys that will. Um, Sanchez, you know, right now it looks like that this might be the end of his Yankee career because he's last three seasons, power wise, he you know he has the power numbers, but average wise, I mean, his numbers have been horrible, mm-hmm. and he strikes out a ton, and he's so inconsistent, you can't rely on him. And it's time, I guess, to cut ties with him and you know let him go play somewhere else. I mean, I would love real real Muto, but you know that guy is, I think, you know, approaching his thirties, you know, as well. So he's not a young guy. So yeah, I don't know which way to go. Um, but uh, as far as Matsui, uh, not Matsui, uh, Matsunaka, <laughs> yeah. Tanaka, Tanaka, you know. Um, I'm on the fence of whether or not they should bring him back. I mean, uh, this year he looked a bit shaky. I mean, and usually in the postseason he's been great. This year he is not. He is mm-hmm. not good. I don't know if it's because of you know the injury he had this year. Um, so I'm on the fence about whether to bring him or not. The only guy right now I think we should definitely bring back is DJ Lemayhew. You got to bring that guy back, no mm-hmm. question. I mean, he's our most valuable player, so you gotta. We sign him. 
um, that's the first priority in my, you know, in my mind. So everyone else is just, you know, we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens. But DJ LeMayu, that's a must, must sign. Mm-hmm. 100%, 100%. DJ LeMayu has to resign with the Yankees. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm I'm sure he's 100% open to that. Um, but money talks. So Yankees, they gotta they gotta take out the the checkbook, the same checkbook they used for uh, Garrett Cole. You know they're gonna yeah. they're gonna you know use it to 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 make him resign. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm not not surprised about that. And you know, yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna be a, if Cohen gets uh, approved by you know MLB, and he's a man of his word. You know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be a fun hot stove. You know, if that's the case, I don't even. To be honest with you, I don't even want to think about that scenario because, you know, until it's official, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to torture myself with the, the possibilities of, you know, what could happen with the Mets positively, you know, because, um, you know, the Mets will rightfully be in the hunt, you know, for JT Real Muto, Trevor Bauer, you know, to to try to improve this team because um but obviously we all know if there's star players out there lurking in the shadows will always be the pinstripe bandits and that's the New York Yankees. They're they're gonna come in there with their checkbook and just take everybody away. But Hopefully, uh, it, it's it's all about the pitch, also, you know. Mm-hmm. You gotta have the right pitch. I mean, mm-hmm. they get if you guys get calling, you guys are gonna have uh, money as well. So that's not gonna, that's not gonna be an excuse. Yeah, I agree. This would be the first time ever that the Mets, you know, the Mets don't have an excuse. You know, they, they gotta put up or shut up. They don't have, you know, they won't have a cheap owner. Who you know? Who's basically gonna give their money to a crook who who robbed the team blind? Who supposedly they were gonna offer him a, a partial ownership of the team long, long time ago before he robbed us blind? That affected us, and you know, hopefully, you know, Cohen will be hired, and then Alderson will get a chance to, you know, take another team, another Mets team to you know to the World Series, but without any financial. Um, constraints you know so you know i i I look forward to that possibility you know it'll be a it'll be a fun off season Mets haven't had a fun off season probably since 05 when they signed uh pedro and beltran yeah you know so So jed larry in 2019 (laughs) yeah oh yeah i mean yeah he's i mean he's what a what a signing that was i mean Oh man, Shoot. I was just mentioning him today. Like, I forgot you guys even signed him. I man, I forgot too. <laughs> I forgot this year. I mean, until they say, um, you know, he's trying to come. You know, his work his way back to the team. He's trying to come back, and then afterwards, like a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, you know, he just he just went home. Wow. <laughs> you know, in the um the training site, you know, which was the basically the equivalent of the minor leagues because there was basically no minor league game. They just had like simulated kind of 
stuff to keep the guys ready on the um that that um site. What what they called it? The um the off field site. I forgot what they call it. You know, like the people training to possibly come come to make the you know to make the 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 roster. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. I forgot what they called it, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, I know what you're talking about. but yeah, let's let's hope the Mets uh, you know, Cohen will, will be approved by MLB, which will boost up all the, the um what's the word I'm looking for? It'll boost you know you know, the the market, you know, the um the the you know, the market for all the other teams. You know, if the Mets can be sold for what? Two point four billion dollars. You know, all the other teams when they sell their team, though, they'll make they'll make a more of a profit when they do it. So, hopefully, that'll go through and the Mets will resurrect their franchise because Lord knows all the teams I root for they need a they need a resurrection for real. So, we'll we'll see what happens with that. But a franchise that is really um resurrected is the the Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, this team, you know, they've been the best team all year round. Um and right now they're they're playing in the the bottom of the eighth as we speak. The Rays they're you know, they were leading four nothing. The Astros just cut into the lead in half four to two. The the Rays are batting as we speak. And uh, you know the Ray, the the Rays are are three outs away from you know clinching their their second uh, World Series um, you know uh, appearance since they lost to the um, you know to the Phillies in '08, which was also the Phillies' uh, last championship and their first the the Phillies' first championship since 1980. Even though they've been around since nineteen eighteen eighty two, but that's you know besides the point. And then you have the Astros, America's favorite team, in the eyes of Houston fans, I, I presume. You know they're they're uh, they're pitching right now. They're trying to hold on to the. They're trying to um, hold on to this uh, two run deficit, and they're gonna try to do a miracle to try to score three runs to, to um go back into the world world series. But yeah. um Astros have been the four straight uh ALCS. And I if don't... they lose this, this will be their third uh, well let me see. No I this will be their second ALCS loss out of the four years. They're going to two World Series. You know, they won mm-hmm. one, and then they all lost one, right? Last year, they uh, lost the Nationals. Right, correct. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll definitely see what happens with that. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll keep you guys posted, um, um, you know, before we head out over here. Right now, the Rays are still leading 4-2, to two, and the Astros are... Um, are still pitching as we speak, waiting for their – they're trying to get two more outs so they can, you know um, – well, actually, yeah, they're going to try to um, – try to, try to um, you know, beat the Rays. But the Rays look like they're in, they're in, they're in command right here. 
yeah, the you know, they just uh they got two on with one out, trying to tack on some runs. So yeah, this has been a great a great series. You know, the the the, the Astros were um were, were leading what, three three oh and then the the um the the Astros have came back forced to game seven. Yeah, Astros uh you know, they've been a feisty team this whole postseason. Despite, mm-hmm. you know, coming into the postseason with a below five hundred record, you know, they're showing why they've gone to the LCS the past four years. Mm-hmm. But right now, you know, time is time is clicking. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not much time left for them to, you know to you know, get get some runs in. You know, they just have one more uh, inning here. Mm-hmm. And if they, they if they don't score in the top of the night, their season is over. Yep. And they'll be playing golf with 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 uh, with our two favorite baseball teams. Oh yeah. But we'll we'll see what happens. We'll 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 keep you guys posted on that very very shortly. But on the other side of the the coin, the NLCS. Yeah, we have we have a, a a huge NLCS over here too. Um, the the you know the the what you call it the the Braves. They were uh, dominating the, the 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 series, but then uh, the, yeah, I think they went up to a three. They got to a three zero lead too. If no wait, it was three one three one, and uh, you know the the Dodgers they've they've won two straight to force uh, a game seven, which will be uh, tomorrow night, or tomorrow anyway. So, I mean, we've we've had some, uh, hey, man, uh, you know, I, as much as I'm, you know, not happy that my Mets and the Knicks didn't make it to the playoffs, but this this uh, these postseason uh, have been great. Well, I'd say very good. I won't say great because my team is in it, but they, they've been very good. Yeah, you know, it's, been, uh, it's been a very good postseason. Post I'll say that you know, especially uh, both series have been um, up and down. You know, you have one team dominate, then the other team comes back. You know, mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's been a wild postseason, but fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Definitely has been, and uh, you know, um, basically the the um, the Braves. They're gonna to try to win their first championship uh, since '95 if they can win tomorrow. And uh, the Dodgers, who's been the National League darling these past couple of years because they've been in the, the World Series all these years, practically w- with the exception of uh, you know the Mets and uh, the Cubs, you know making it to the to the World Series, and then of course the Nationals uh, this past year. You know the the Dodgers. They've been the bridesmaids. You know, ever since '88. You know, when when uh, Kirk Gibson hit that home run off, you know, Dennis Eckersley. You know, they haven't they haven't won it. You know, they've been knocked out of the. They've been you know basically eliminated. Yeah. But hey, who knows? You know they. You know I'm pulling for them to to win. You know, beat the beat the Braves and hopefully lose to the Rays in the World Series. But um, yeah, that's that's what I hope. 
But, um, Whichever team goes, it's gonna you know it's gonna be interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. No doubt about that for sure. But uh, shifting gears to uh, WWE. Oh wait, I guess before I go to WWE, um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah, Le'Veon Bell. He got um. You know he he um he he got his wish. He got released by the the Jets. And uh, now he's with the with the Kansas City Chief. He's he's gonna you know get his his title that that way. You know it, it all works out for for Le'Veon Bell. I mean the Gates wasn't using him right, and you know I mean the whole the whole marriage between him and and the Jets was 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 horrible from the start. I mean he had a horrible relationship with the with the with the Steelers. He didn't, you know, he didn't play what all of um what the year be two years ago, before he came to the to the Jets, and then afterwards um I'm trying to remember what else, um and then these past you know year and and change, you know the you know they've been he's been you know not used correctly, you know and um I mean it it was it's it, I mean what can you say man. Uh, Jamal Adams, the guy who 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 was courting him for years to come to to the to the Jets, he he jumps ship. He forces a trade, you know, same way, you know, criticizing the you know the organization. They they uh they get rid of uh, Jamal Adams, and um, you know, I mean, and then and then and then he he leaves. You know, Le'Veon Bell, the guy he was courting for years to come, and then Le'Veon Bell basically, you know, tweeted that, you know, liked the tweet, basically, you know, saying that he should get traded or whatever, and now he's gone too. So it's like this Jets team is is really, it's in total disarray, man. They basically got the Mickey Calloway of of coaches. And Adam Gase, and you know what? You, I mean, you know what I noticed recently that I've never noticed before. Well, my Mickey Calloway and 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 um Adam Gase literally sound the same way. <laughs> they literally have the same. They literally have the same accent, same demeanor, and everything. Like they they literally cloned them. They literally cloned Mickey Calloway and put him in the NFL. <laughs> Because these guys are overmatched. They're overmatched. Yes, they've had experiences. You know, Mickey Callaway, obviously, he was a great pitching coach with the with the Indians. And then, of, and then of course, Gase, you know, he was an offensive coordinator, you know, with the Colts, which, of course, they had Peyton Manning, who, who himself is, is basically his own offensive coordinator. And then, you know, he was coaching. He got his first job coaching the, the Miami Dolphins who didn't do anything in the same division as the Jets. So the Jets would, would have had a, 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 you know, of, of, you know, a front row seat to the man they're hiring. But yeah, they, they, they passed on Mike McCarthy, a dude who, who won, a, who won a championship with the Green Bay Packers, you know, as a coach, they let him go. They let him, they let him go. And then afterwards, they um, they hired this guy who 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 who's inexperienced. 
I mean, it's a it's a total it's a total joke. Yeah, Jets botched that with the you know that whole Le'Veon Bell situation. I mean, they didn't use him correctly from day one. You know, uh, watch watch him go to Chiefs and watch how Chiefs use him mm-hmm. correctly. You know, yep, catching passes out of the backfield, opening routes for him to run. They're gonna use him in multiple ways. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be effective and you know give you the numbers that uh, he should have produced. You know, in the Jets uniform. Yep. So you'll see how he how he uh, does well in the in the Chiefs system versus the Jets system. But yeah, oh, Gates yeah. is gonna be fired. Gates is most likely gonna be fired after the season. Yeah, by the looks of it. So that's what they're gonna do most likely. If they if they have any if they have any brain cells, they they're gonna fire him most likely after the season. That's yeah. that's exactly that's the that's the Jets mo. You know they let they let an experienced coach in Mike McCarthy go with the go to the Cowboys, and yet they they sign an inexperienced coach who had already had problems with star players in Miami. They sign them, and then they're 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 shocked that he can't he can't mesh with with a with a you know a star player like Le'Veon Bell or or Jamal Adams or any or anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And look, look at this. You know, Mike McCarthy, he lost his, his you know, his, his quarterback, you know, Dax Prescott. You know what I mean? But I'm sure a guy like that, he's going to find a way to adjust, you know. Adam Gase, man, he had, he, he had a, a great running back, and he couldn't even use him. Yeah, uh, yeah, they just botched that. And, you know, and, Gase didn't want Le'Veon Bell from uh, day one. He did it. Rumors. Yep, it's obvious. It and it's it's and it shows. And then when they ask the reporters were asking him, did they misuse them? Instead of being a man and and be like, you know, okay, you know, we we messed up. He didn't have his best. He didn't have his best year. He didn't have his best performance, and I didn't coach him well. He's like, oh well, you know, it's. It's it's um I'm trying to remember exactly what he said. He's like, um, well, it's useless. I forgot what, what what quote he said, but he basically essentially said like it's too late now. Anyway, you know how he was being used. But man, this guy, man, he, like he just like he Bobby Bonilla, the Jets, man. The 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 Jets are, are paying for the, for this this horrible this horrible signing as a coach. Yeah. It never made sense to, to go after that guy, and the Jets are, are going to suffer for it. You know, Darnold took a took a step back, and they might you know go after go after um you know Trevor Lawrence. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, I mean, it's both teams when you think about it because they're both zero and five, Giants too. Like, oh, yeah. they might He's replace Lawrence. Oh, what are you gonna say? I'm sorry. No, I say both teams are horrible, but uh, the Giants, I don't think they'll fire the you know the coach because you know. Yeah, uh, I don't think so either. They just got him this year. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they should fire him anyway. You know, Joe Judge looks like he actually has a game plan instead of instead of this guy who has who 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 looks like who looked like he had a deer in, deer deer in the headlight look ever since the press conference. Dealing with the media, 
Yeah. Like, I mean, come on. If you couldn't handle the the media and the pressure in Miami, where it's loosey goosey, I mean, on the beach, uh, how did, how in the world did they think he would he'd be able to to um to to adjust in in, in New York? I don't, I just don't get it. Yeah, zero and five. Man. Yep, both teams are zero and five for the first time in in. In NFL history, both teams are 0 and 5. To start I wonder who will get their first win. Giants. <laughs> Easily the Giants. Well, tomorrow they play the, the Washington football team, who is 1 and 4, so they have a chance to beat, to get their first win tomorrow. So we'll They see. will. They will. Just on the other hand, man, they're going to be knocking on the door of the, the, the Detroit um, Lions. Oh, and the the Cleveland the the um the Cleveland Browns from a few years ago. <laughs> so you're gonna have company. Yeah, that is a bit. We're coming to join you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's just move on to um, let's move on to WWE. And um, yeah, I guess since we're talking about my 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 teams. Ineptitude in how they use WWE logic on a on a daily basis. Let's talk about WWE's logic. Oh, by the way, sorry to interrupt you, Will, but yes. Rays are going to the World Series. They just all right. Game. Thank you. Breaking news. Breaking news, folks. Breaking news. You heard you heard it from Max first. The Tampa Bay Rays are going to the World Series, and they will. They are gonna wait. For the winner of tomorrow's NLCS championship between the Braves and the Dodgers, so whoever you know, so either of those two teams will face the AL champion Rays. So again, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Rays on going to the World Series. So yeah, with yeah, man, so. I mean, congrats, congrats to the Rays. I'm, I'm, I hope they can pull it, all, they can uh, win it all. Yeah, they, they certainly got a good team for it, and you know, mm-hmm. I hope it's a Rays and Dodgers series. That will be, I think, a more fun series to watch than the Rays and Braves. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's a Rays Dodgers series too. You know, I, I have no love for the, <laughs> for the Braves, so I don't want to see them go to, go to another. Um, Finals and and they're not going to be facing the Yankees who have their their number, oh, yeah. you know, for the past couple of years. So I don't want to see the Braves win a, another title. So no, thank you. So okay. uh, yeah, again, congratulations yeah. to the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, because if uh, you know Braves go and win the championship, you know, it'll be a back-to-back years that NL East team has won the championship. Yeah, I know, and I'm still suffering from the the, the Phillies winning the championship. In 08, against the said Tampa Bay Rays. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, I I definitely don't want to see that again. You know, the Tampa Bay Rays go to their second ever World Series, you know, appearance. Of course, like I just mentioned, the the Phillies beat them in 08, and now the Rays are gonna try to rewrite history and win their first ever championship. So I'm pulling for them. Good luck, Rays. I hope you can do it. 
and hope you sting either the the Braves or the the Dodgers in the World Series, which we'll definitely talk more about that next week. But um, yeah, let's let's go let's go to let's talk about WWE and their their lack of consistency and logical um, stuff. So yeah, they the you know the shocking thing that came out of the draft was um, the New Day has broken up. Big E, he's going to stay on SmackDown. And uh, the New Day, even though they were the SmackDown champions, they're moving to Raw. And then the Street Profits, who were the Raw tag team champions, they 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 move uh, to um, SmackDown. To their before I get to their to their um in to their inconsistency, the the one smart thing they did, which I will give them credit for, is that I think this happened on Raw. Yeah, that it, that did happen on Raw. Is that they handed over? They had both teams hand over the titles, so so that you know basically, you know it it they made the the dumb situation right, you know, so. You, you, if you remember what I'm saying, like, uh, you know, the Street Profit hand over their raw tag team titles to the to the New Day, and yeah. then New Day did the the same thing at the same time. They handed it over, so that righted a a big wrong with that whole draft. Even bigger wrong was New Day being broken up. Like they didn't have to break New Day up. They could have they could have they could have been doing what they were doing this whole time. You know, um, this year they could have had you know new, new day. They could have had um, Xavier Woods and Kofi win the title. You know the tag team titles, and and just have big Biggie focus on the the title. Focus on you know the the you know the the universal title on the same brand, and then have them cross over from time to time. That's all they had to do. You know, I just don't, I just don't get the whole concept of, oh, they gotta break up so they, so so Biggie can go for a title. Did Triple H break up with the, with with DX when he won the titles? No. Did Hulk Hogan break up with Scott Hall and and Kevin Nash when he won when he won Bash, you know when he won the the titles? No. Did did Nature Boy Ric Flair when he was with the Four Horsemen? Did he have to leave the Four Horsemen? Did he, did he have to leave the Four Horsemen for him to win titles? No, I mean, come on. Why does I Kofi? Could, I could why does Kofi have to leave? I could have sworn I saw all three of them together on Raw this past Monday, right? Yeah, they were they were there on SmackDown too yesterday too. Oh, but Sunday, that was their yeah. fair that was their farewell uh, match as a trio. Oh, okay. But yeah, it just don't make no. It just don't make any sense. Like they, you know what I mean? Like they could have kept them as a trio. Basically, do do what they did with Kofi. You know them. You know they're still in three O, and you know they're gonna do whatever they can to help. You know, like they did with Kofi, they helped Kofi out to 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 you know get get the title and you know to maintain it. Yeah. They would have just done the same thing with uh, Big E. That's what they should have done. But no, they have to break them up and make them serious. Um, just let them just let them focus on the title. You know, Kofi and and. And um, Xavier Woods, you know, just focus on winning the title, which they did um, on, I think it was the last last SmackDown? Yeah, yeah, it was last week's SmackDown. 
at the draft when they wanted. So that's all they had to do. But no, they had to break them up, but for no reason. Uh, what's your thoughts on this whole thing? Well, I mean, you know, um, I, I I do kind of want to see them branch out a bit. Little Biggie, I do want to see him compete for a major title. You know, because you know, yeah, I, I, he's he's a guy that he's built to be competing for you know a heavyweight title. You know, so I do want to see him you know make a title run or a, a you know contend for some major championship. You know, uh, I mean it's unfortunate that he you know they have to separate all three of them, but I do agree that you know you do have to give BB a shot you know, at, at the championship eventually. Um, and then you get more, I mean, you, you sort of see Kofi and Xavier Woods wrestle as a tag team, which in the past, it was always Big E and Kofi, and mm-hmm. Xavier Woods being like a side guy, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I do want to see more of that dynamic with them as a tag team. I think, you know, they'll still be exciting to watch. Um, so... But yeah, I mean, it will be kind of, it will be sad, you know, not to see them three together, you know, again. But hey, it happens, you know. It's happened with other teams uh, in the past, like you know, teams like Demolition, or um, I can't think of some other teams right now. Demolition is like the most popular team I can think of in the past that you know they broke them up, but then eventually they had like three members, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean. For big rockers broke up too. Rockers, right? Um, Heart Foundation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's part of the business. But you know, it, this gives Biggie a chance to you know compete as a singles wrestler, I and mean, that's what the fans want. That's what the fans are gonna get. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, I, I'm with you. I think Biggie. It's long overdue that Biggie gets a, a title shot and hopefully a title reign. You know, Big E, ever since, ever since he came up, you know, we, we've always envisioned him as a, a championship-caliber wrestler. Yeah. And, you know, that's the, that's the only silver lining, you know. This will make, you know, them hopefully, you know, repackage him, make him more serious that they want him to be. And he actually wins the title. You know, hopefully challenge uh, Roman Reigns for the title. And you I know, think Kofi and Xavier could be more exciting, you know, as mm-hmm. a as tag team more high flying and rather than that power and speed that they have mm-hmm. a big E. I mean, you'll see a more, you know, an athletic, you know, um, new day team, you know, with yeah. those two. So, and you're still going to have this, the, the comedic stuff, you know, mm-hmm. with them. So I don't see any major change mm-hmm. or a major downgrade, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I totally agree with you. I, I always thought, you know, when when New Day first came up, I always envisioned that Biggie would be the the guy hunting for the title, and you know, I always preferred Biggie. I, I always preferred Kofi and Xavier Woods to compete. You know, you know, as a tag team solely. You know, you know, basically, so that they could have like that high flying. You know, bird that. But like you said, usually, even though they had like the free bird rules, it was mostly essentially. Biggie and uh, Kofi that that wrestled the most, right? Out of that group, but yeah, I I, I did always prefer 
Because I think that their last two reigns have been Kofi and, and, and Xavier Woods, which is what I always thought was would have been the blueprint for their all their, what, nine title reigns. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm glad that they're finally making Kofi and Kofi and, uh, you know, Xavier be the, 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 um, the, the tag team group that they, they, you know, that they were, they were meant, they were meant to be. So I'm glad that they, they finally done that. But I just felt like, you know, Vicky should have still been competing for the title, but as a, you know, but you know, as a member of the team, but for the but for the the heavyweight title, or in this case, the universal title. Yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, with the with the WWE. Uh, I'm trying to think what else happened on uh on uh you know on WWE other than the the draft. Can't really think of anything else major that happened. Uh, uh, all I can remember is SmackDown. Oh yeah, 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 right. Um, SmackDown ended with um, with um, um, R- R- Roman Reigns and and Jey Uso having their their um standoff, you know, the, to promote the Hell in the Cell. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a good segment of. Uh, you know, yeah. basically showing that both men are willing to do anything, even though they love each other. You know, they're gonna do anything they can to, you know, be champion, or in, yeah. in Roman Reigns' case, retain the championship and retain his um, retain his uh, his 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 record as being, you know, the the tribal chief and the leader of the family. So I, you know, I thought it was, yeah. Oh, no, no, that was a good segment. I agree. They also had the um, the Buddy Lee um, turning on Seth Rollins. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I think the storyline should just died. Like I, or you're not. Like I'm just done with the storyline. Now it's gonna be on SmackDown, so it's gonna be on for for more months. Like, yeah. Like, what's the point of this? Okay, so now, now Buddy Lee is a good guy, and then now he's trying to earn the trust of Aaliyah's family. They turn him down, which is gonna be long. They're gonna continue this storyline until they trust him, and then maybe Buddy might turn back heel again and prove. That this was part of Seth Rollins' plan all along. I mean, who knows? This storyline never is going to end. <laughs> yeah, I'm just done with this story. That, I that, don't. That's the plan. Like, I, I'm just done with it. I'm, I, I'm just done with this whole storyline for good. Like, I'm just annoyed with the storyline. Oh yeah, um, Sasha Banks. Uh, she uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey had the um had the the contract, but but Bailey didn't sign it, so that's gonna drag on until uh you know Bailey is forced to 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 challenge Sasha for the title at um mm-hmm. well actually Bailey to defend the title right at Hell in the Cell. 
Yeah, that, that's. I want to see them just fight already. Mm-hmm. They've been dragging this for so long. Yeah, I know. They were gonna fight last Saturday, last Friday, but then uh, Bailey got herself um, disqualified disqualified on purpose by hitting Sasha with the same chair that she almost ended Sasha's career like a month ago. So, yeah, that's an interesting match. I mean, for me, I think they should have, they should have, they should have uh, had this match a WrestleMania. You know, at WrestleMania, but. Yeah, you know, or even like, for Survivor Series, maybe. Yeah, save for Survivor Series. I mean, save for like a major event, but they're rushing these 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 uh, matches. Yeah. Uh, let's see NXT. I don't know if you knew that, but NXT they're gonna have Halloween Havoc, the old WCW pay per view event. Um, I'm trying to think what's gonna happen. Um. I think uh, who, what's gonna happen? I think Johnny Gargano is gonna fight against uh, Damian Priest. I think for the for the uh, NXT title. Sorry, serve me right. No, no, no. Actually, no. Actually, it's um. Who's he facing? Yeah, I think it might be. I think it is. I think he is facing him that for that. Because I think um, Finn Balor. He's the the NXT. North Division, the the um the world champion, but he he injured himself uh, after he defend, successful successfully defended his title against uh, um um Kyle O'Reilly a few weeks ago at the the um Takeover Thirty One pay per view event where you know Ember Mood uh, you know returned, um but um his wife uh, Johnny Gargano's wife Can Candice LeRae. She's gonna. She won the battle royale on, or you know, at NXT on Wednesday. So she's gonna be battling against, uh, against. Um, I'm trying to think who's it. Oh yeah, Io Shirai for the for the um for the women's championship. That's some weird names. <laughs> Io Shirai, Kakala Kree. <laughs> no. <laughs> weird names. But um yeah, they they have a bunch of some interesting matchups that's gonna happen at the the Halloween Havoc pay per view event coming later this month. Uh AEW they had um I'm trying to remember oh yeah, they had uh MJF basically he w- he um made a proposition that he wants to join Jericho's inner circle and Jericho and and uh, Jericho and MJF agreed that they're gonna have a showdown, but it's not really a showdown. They're just basically having a date to eat steak at a restaurant. But the way how they were like, <laughs> the way how they were setting it up was like they were acting like it was like a, a showdown, like they're gonna they're gonna have a fight or something. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so yeah, that's gonna be a, a a funny and interesting segment. Yeah, uh, between the two of them. Uh, this Wednesday, coming up. Um, I'm trying to think what else was happening on AEW. I can't. Um, I think uh, Eddie Kingston attacked uh, John Moxley. Um, what else happened? Cody Rhodes he defended his uh, TNT title. I can't remember against who though. 
for whatever reason. Yeah, I forgot who he, who he defended it against. But yeah, it was a, it was a good show, all in all. But um, yeah, pay per view events coming up on a for AEW for this month. Um, I'm trying to think what what what, what uh, pay per view they ha- they're gonna have. Um, what's in the pay per view? Um. Because I think yeah, I think they're they're coming up with one soon. It might be it might be next 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 week maybe. Because I think they're gonna have that match um, where they're gonna have um, uh, John Moxley, formerly known as Dean Ambrose, gonna team up with uh, you know Will Hobbs and uh, I'm trying to remember that guy's name, the the skater dude. Um, what's his name? Oh man, I forgot his name for whatever reason. Um, Darby Allen, and um, they're gonna be battling. He's gonna be battling against the group, the Taz group of uh, Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, and uh, Jake the Snake's, uh, you know, uh, wrestler that he managed, um, uh, Lance Archer. So that's going to be the big main event there. Um, yeah, let me see what... Yeah, for whatever reason, my, my internet is not working now. So I can't even see what what the pay-per-view event... Um, I, can't even, I can't even check anything to see if... Oh, well, I guess it's next week. It's next week, right? I think it is next week, but... Oh, okay. So next week we'll review it. Yeah, yeah, I, I I can't really check to confirm it, but I think it is gonna be go down next week, probably next Saturday, next week Saturday. Oh, I don't okay. think it's a Sunday, but yeah, it's, it's definitely gonna be next week. So we'll definitely review that for you guys. Uh, anything you'd like to say, Mac? Uh no, uh, just uh, enjoy the uh, potential. Well, the, the World Series should be on Monday, right? Uh yeah. Yeah, it should be Monday. I, I think I'd, I'd have to check later on. But, yeah, congratulations to the Lakers. Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Rays. And congratulations to the winner of the the Dodgers versus Braves series, which will go down later tonight at 8 p.m. So should be fun. Uh, yeah, definitely. So he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramo. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.